Welcome in, everybody, again to another episode of Lucky Bets with Dylan Corbett. Dylan, how are we doing today? Doing good. Uh, we cashed another underdog of the week, the Arizona Cardinals. No sweat. Um, you know, we kept, we've talked about for a couple of weeks now, Baker's injury that has become more apparent now as he is out. Um, so, yeah, it is, uh, he's out for the Thursday night matchup. So, Cardinals, big winners. Uh, the Patriots, that was the spread bet to win, but the Cowboys, of course, with the walk-off touchdown. Uh, yeah, so some winners, some losers, football for you, a little five-and-five five week. Yeah, you know, I, I honestly was uh, fine with that walk-off touchdown because uh, it went to C.D. Lamb, and it yes. actually won me my fantasy week. Mm. I literally was down. I had like a 5% chance to win. That happens. I go up by, I think, 18 or no, I go up by 21 with them to have Deontay Johnson to play, and he only scored 18. So I was yes, just barely put me over, but I was like, there we go. I needed it. I had one of those moments with Tyler Bass uh, walking me off for the Monday night. Uh, best kicker in the league, man. Yes, uh, sir. So, yeah, a couple of fantasy walk-off winners for us, so doing good there. But, yes, new week and uh, new bets. Yeah, so uh, let, let's go ahead and start off with the spreads. Uh mm-hmm. What, what do we got this week for some spreads? Taking a look at uh, three spreads here for you, and then we've got a wonderful money line parlay with a load of NFL teams this Sunday to watch. But let's start with the noon slate, all about the Green Bay Packers. We've talked about the stinky Jacksonville, New Orleans Saints home game because of the hurricane that displaced them week one. Throw that out the window. That's one of those NFL football games where you're like, what the hell happened? It's not really indicative of season-long performance because what have the Packers done since? Well, they've rolled off every single victory and every single cover since. Washington football team, that was one of the winners I had fading them. Chiefs looked bad early, but the offense was able to collect itself and effectively blow out the football team in Washington. Now they're going to head to Green Bay. And Green Bay minus nine and a half. I think Rodgers is going to get it done. He just beat the Bears by 10 in Chicago. He declared to the fan section, I still own you. I will always own you. I think he's going to own the football team too, minus nine and a half at home. I absolutely loved that when I saw it. I, oh, God. I, I, we don't know how much longer he's going to you know, be in Green Bay. Yeah. This could be the last season, but uh, for him to go in to, I believe, is it called Soldier Field? Is that Soldier Field? Yeah. yeah. And just uh, <laughs> tell all those fans, I still own you. Oh, he's caused you heartbreak worry. for decades in the city of Chicago. It's crazy. He's saying, Daddy's still home. Don't worry, folks. No. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, they beat and covered Detroit, San Fran, Pittsburgh, a good Bengals team. Remember that crazy uh, Mason Crosby field goal back and forth game? That was nuts. And in Chicago. So let's see if they can keep it going. I mean, this is a team that's made it to the NFC title game back to back years reigning MVP. He's putting up MVP similar numbers again. Packers a little bit to be trifled with this year. Oh, for sure. And at nine and a half, like you said, I think I think they beat them by at least 10. So And two touchdowns, we'll take yeah. it. Um, the Washington offense a little bit. Um, I don't know what happened there. Heineke just kind of got stalled uh, in that second half against the Chiefs. Yeah, and uh, it, it really hurt me because in one league, I've got Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before that game, I was like, you know, maybe I should just put in McKissick. You got Gibson, you know, that shin. Don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. McKissick goes out and has himself a game. But, uh, yeah, that offense, it, it's trying to find its legs still, to be honest. Uh, 
you know, they had the whole training camp with Fitzpatrick. Then you yeah. just got to automatically throw in Heineke at some point. And I, I think they might figure it out, especially in the division that they're in. But this week True. is yeah. always a toss up. I want to get your fantasy advice on Ricky Seals Jones. I mean, plug and play tight end in this offense. And he's a guy I picked him up. Uh, thought about streaming him. I probably should have for one of my crappier teams. But, um, yeah, he's he's having a good year so far plugging in for Logan Thomas. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if you look at how the offense runs and how Taylor Heineke likes to play football, he likes mm-hmm. using the tight end. Uh, when Logan Thomas was healthy, you could plug in Logan Thomas and expect a touchdown, at least, you know, five, six targets, uh, because that's a place that he looks. So, Ricky Seals-Jones – He's just pretty much inherited that role. Uh, and in a game like this one where they're going to throw the ball a lot, then, I mean, he's a he's a valuable asset, I think. And, you know, he, he could get you up in that, uh, you know, top 15 for tight ends this, this week, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, hopefully no touchdowns uh, that would affect the cover in any way. But uh, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my first play. Homer alert, Homer alert. We're going Falcons minus two uh, Miami. This is fascinating. I don't think people are picking up on this. So the first London game was what? Three weeks ago now, two weeks ago, it was Atlanta and the okay. Jets. Both teams got a bye week after that, right? They're coming back from London. Uh, Jaguars, Miami, this past weekend. Jaguars have a bye, if I'm not mistaken. Why do the Dolphins not have a bye? I mean, they're getting totally screwed coming back from London. They get, they lose to Urban losing. Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is going on here? Atlanta, this is a game where they totally foil it and lay a stinker, but minus two, Matty Ice, I think, is a decent streaming option this week. Two was back, but still there's rumors that he might be headed to your Denver Broncos in a three-way I, trade. Don't don't speak of that that terrible terrible. What is idea. going on in Miami? I like the Falcons. Uh yeah. I mean, I I'm betting on the Falcons this week. Um I have Justin Herbert in every single league, betting on Matt Ryan as my replacement. Mm. We all know I'm in love with Cordero Patterson. Yep. Rolling out in every lineup I'm touching. Uh, and, you know, Miami, they lost to Jacksonville. Oh. You lose to a winless team, you, you're you going to, you know, catch some slack for it. Uh, and then all the turmoil of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, how, how, would you, how would you feel? If you're Tua and you got to go out and play this week, knowing your team wants somebody with as many accusations as Deshaun Watson has instead of you. No kidding. And they never really gave him, never really gave him the confidence. It was always Fitzpatrick here, Tua there, year two. Okay, Tua's got the reins, no, he's injured. And now it's there's rumors that you're, yeah, bringing in obviously uh, a disgraced quarterback because he's better than you. And I mean, I've said I'm out on tour this whole time, Yep. but they're shafting him hard and, you know, it's not, not really fair to him, but in the terms of this game, that's going to help out Atlanta a lot. I'm in love with Atlanta this game uh, for sure. Yep. Minus two. All we need is the field goal there. A little road favorite there. And yes, I did give the Homer alert play. So uh, a little bit biased there for me, perhaps. Uh, last one. Let's keep the Arizona Cardinals rolling. Uh, easy, never a sweat. Underdog cash of the week against the Browns. Now they get the Texans. It's the biggest spread of the NFL season. Yikes! But it's the Houston Texans. <laughs> Lock and load. Minus seventeen. Cardinals at home. 
blowout. Texans just got crushed by the Colts. Everything's screaming Cardinals in a blowout. It's going to don't even turn this game on. It's over. Yeah. I mean, unless you got fantasy guys on that team that uh, you're like, oh, yes, let's go ahead and watch them score 30 points each. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it, it's not going to be one that's fun to watch, especially if you're a Houston fan. Maybe, mm. you know, just default to watching the Cowboys this week. Uh, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's not going to be pretty, I don't think. Uh, and can, can we just go ahead and say Arizona's no joke? I was and, just going to say, when are we going to give them kind of the benefit of the doubt is, my goodness, I mean, what, I get they're creeping into the top five, but no one's thinking contender just yet, I feel like. Uh, you, you know who actually saw this coming? And that's the reason he's on this team now, J.J. Watt. Yeah. J.J. Watt said this team was very, very close. They were just a few pieces away from being the top team in the NFL. Well, I mean, I don't know what else they have. What else do they have to do, right? But, I mean, they only undefeated team, kicking the shit out of everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're looking real good. Yeah, I mean, just look at what they've built, and it can't be lost that they went in and did that to Cleveland without their head coach, Kingsbury, who was sitting out with COVID. Um, Murray, I mean, you've got even kind of Edmonds and then James Conner, a guy, again, you know, second-term running back, but a guy that had some success in Pittsburgh. Don't need him to be the star. You just need him to get a couple of carries here, touchdown here or there. DeAndre Hopkins in the steal of the century. Is this the Hopkins revenge game? I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. Hopkins, who had been a little, I mean, there's a lot of targets, right, going around for that offense. Yeah. But he had a big game against um, uh, against Cleveland, and I think he's going to keep it going against uh, his former team. I'm just telling you, I think I'm the curse of fantasy football. Uh, if you're on my team, you're just cursed. Mm-hmm. I had Kyler and I had Murray mm-hmm. as a stack. Neither one of them was doing a whole lot as a stack, so I traded them away for Herbert and Keenan Allen. And then they go score two touchdowns the week after I trade them away. So, you know, if I'll I'll let you, I'll let everybody know if I trade somebody away, Hey, they're going to have a big game. (laughs) That's the key. Um, All right. Hold on to your uh, whatever here, because we've got the eight team money line parlay team for let's go. (laughs) Let's let's go. So basically 25 bucks put on this. will pay you 170. Um, It's a little plus six, eight, eight on the eight-way parlay. Let's get rid of some of the easy favorites here. Arizona the win. Uh, Matthew Stafford to win. It's the uh, Stafford revenge game against Goff. If Goff wins and Man Campbell uh, somehow gets his first win, tip of the cap to you. It's not happening. Tampa, home at Chicago. Fields, we've reiterated, we're not sold on him. Now he's got to go to Tampa. Yeah. Um, so those are the first three. Big favorites, right? Um, Green Bay already on the spread. Let's add the money line. Um, this one I am worried about the Patriots against the Jets. Patriots, you know, everyone's kind of applauding Mac Jones. They've lost all these games at home. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my thing with the Patriots, uh, they play to the level of their opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen the two games that they that were real tough games. You had the Buccaneers and then, um, Oh, who was who was the second good game they had? Uh, the Cowboys last week. Uh, they play up to that competition and make it a game. Yep. When they're playing people that aren't good. They also are not good. True. And that's not what you want to see from your football team. And with the Jets being a one-win team, being not very good, I think this is going to be a very poop-shoot game. Division game, too. Hopefully, mm-hmm. New England can pull that one out. 
No, you mentioned it too. Uh, they almost lost to the Texans again. And look, Bill Belichick's getting too cute, bro. Fourth and one in OT, run the damn ball. You know, don't punt it away and give it. He gave away the game. That was it. And the cover, unfortunately. But let's see, Patriots in a bounce back. All right. So those are we've got officially the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Rams, Green Bay, and New England. Let's throw in New Orleans at Seattle. Geno Smith, not going to happen. But, uh, I mean, he nearly took out Pittsburgh, but that's Pittsburgh. Um, New Orleans, again, too, this is by the pattern that we've talked about over weeks. This would be their stinker, so they could fall. Uh, But Jameis Winston's looking great. Interceptions down, um, taking care of the football. So I I think the Saints get the road win, a game they should win at Seattle. Yeah, it's – Winston – Winston and the Saints are just tough to gauge. Yeah, Winston can throw for four touchdowns in a game and have less than 300 pass yards. How how the hell do you do that? I know twice in a season. Uh, they finally are getting Alvin Kamara into the mix, which I don't understand why he was ever out of the mix no. or why they changed his role to be that workhorse running back when that's not what he is. He's your receiving running back, and that's where he you know, gets all of his points, gets all of your points. Uh, but we saw last week, got him, got him into that role of Alvin Kamara and it looked good. They looked good. Right. Um, so let's keep it rolling. Those are the six of the eight teams. Last two, the ones I'm a little bit worried about Colts. I'm still not sold on, but I'm equally not as sold on San Fran. Yeah. Trey Lance. What are we going to get? Uh, throw them into the mix San Fran at home. See if they could beat. You know, Colts team that's kind of just middle of the middle of the rung in the NFL. Last one. Carolina has a won a game without McCaffrey. I want to talk about McCaffrey a little bit, too, because, of course, he's on the IR. Um, let's see. Let's see. You got the New York football giants. Joe Judge, the quote comes out today. The fish stinks from the head on down. What does that even mean? It means your entire team stinks. And you're pretty bad at giving quotes of that as well. Um, that's the 18 parlay there. Uh, we've got so here's what's interesting too because it'll start with the first three games noon Green Bay Carolina New England okay let's get those in the in the bank then it's Arizona Tampa LA we should cruise to the afternoon games see if we can get the Sunday night winner with San Fran and if you're feeling a little worried about New Orleans you have the opportunity to hedge out uh, because that last one is Monday so a little money line parlay eight teams for you there 25 to win about a 172 that's uh a lot bigger than i was expecting that's what she said uh (laughs) messing around (laughs) all right so hey go go cash in on that i think that's a that's a decent parlay a lot of good chances for good things you know it's kind of like if you even do just like maybe not betting but you do something at work just kind of like a pick them right you know a pick them group this is a fun way i kind of like doing this too you know it's a parlay so it's obviously less risk bigger reward but obviously harder to get to it it's a fun way to just kind of test like hey can i pick all the winners this week or can i pick a majority of the winners this week uh because we're all going to be watching on sunday are you going to pick them i'm in my family pick them i'm in third place whatever uh, my girlfriend works for the state of South Dakota. Their office does a pick them. Oh, uh, yeah, we're sir. currently in first place right now. We we pick it based on confidence. Doing yeah, pretty man. good. So Big uh, time. I just got to toot my own horn there. Cool. Uh, so now let's hop into some prop bets. See what you think about these. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start with Patrick Mahomes. Looked pretty good last week. Second half, at least. Uh, first half, 
I don't know what the hell he was doing, but he picked it up in the second half. Yeah. Uh, this week, more or less 319 and a half yards. Is he going to have more? Is he going to have less? Uh, what, what do you think on that? Uh, let me get your thoughts here as I'm pulling up his game log here because yeah. that is a bit high. And again, that's coming off a couple of poor performances, but then he's backed it up and Mahomes is always going to be throwing for big games. Yeah. And I mean, he, he's got one of the higher projections, uh, this week, which you would expect that from, you know, Patrick Mahomes from mm-hmm. the chiefs. Uh, it, it's kind of tough just because you saw what he did last week and it was against Washington. So that first right. half, if he has that first half. It's not going to be good, but ended up with almost 400 yards uh, this week playing Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, they, they're coming off of gonna a, be a good game. big win against Josh Allen, who arguably is playing on the best team in the AFC right now. Uh, 319. That's kind of a tough number, you know? Just barely. Yeah, I, kind of touching on your points there, you mentioned it. Washington, he explodes for 397 yards. That was a season high. In fact, if we're going by that number for what it is, he has done that just three times gone over, and it's perfect three and three, right? He had a couple of stinkers there between the Chargers, Philly, and Buffalo. Um, but I like where you're at with uh, this is going to be a good game, uh, conference game. You've got you've had some stinking losses for the Chiefs and Mahomes in Tennessee. Like these two teams have battled it out, I feel like, for the last three years. And they're always in the playoffs together, it seems. Um, I would go over because I think we're going to get a good game. And if Derrick Henry can keep doing what he's doing, um, Mahomes is going to have to throw in throw back into the game. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and. Because I'm not completely sold on the Chiefs, I'm going to say lower. I think he gets over 300, but. Yeah. 319. High number. Just barely under that. So uh, I'm going to go lower for that. Uh, But like you said, this is going to be a fun game. It's going to be just as fun as last week with the Bills, I think. Yeah, I notably left out the Chiefs in the Moneyline parlay because I could see that going either way. Yeah. Uh, You know, that spreads at five, but I could totally see the Titans. You know, they've been a tough team to peg as well, but they certainly have the talent to beat the better teams. Oh, for sure. Uh, Then the second one. Chuba Hubbard, uh, more or less 68 yards uh, rushing, not total, because total, I think he could get over that, but 68 yeah. and a half on the ground. Wh- what do we what do we think about that? God, he's getting so much love lately since McCaffrey got out. Um, he had the 100 yard game against Philly. I, I again, I'm, I don't have Sunday ticket anymore because I cut the cord. So now I'm stuck like a simpleton watching two games, you know, every Sunday. And a right. lot of it is way too much Vikings football, unfortunately, here in Minnesota. So I watched that entire Vikings Carolina almost collapse. What was the number again? Sorry. 68 and a half. Let's go over. It's the Giants. Uh, there's nothing special there. I think they're going to use him uh, on the ground. He just had 61 against the Vikings. Vikings, a pretty solid defense. Giants are not. So let's let's go over there for Hubbard trending upward. Well, I mean, I'm looking at it since week three, since, you know, he's been like actually their starter. He's only gone over this number once. Mm-hmm. And it was that hundred yard game. Uh, I'm not completely sold because like against Houston, only 52. Uh, Dallas, who's not necessarily a great run defense, only had 57. Um, you know, he got real close against the Vikings. 
I'm going to have to go lower on this one as well. Uh, I, which is going to contradict one of my DFS picks, but I mean, <laughs> I, I think he goes under, you know, he is probably going to be more involved in the passing game as well. Uh, and I think it's going to be a big bounce back, but I don't necessarily see him being that piece that, you know, puts them over the top of the giants. Yeah. This could totally, again, they're on three without McCaffrey could be going four. Um, I like it. All right. We'll have to keep an eye on these first two plays for Sunday. And then the final one, Devonte Adams will have more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gets a point and a half bump. Okay. So he is, uh, He's kind of got like that's like almost a spread. I like it. So he's getting he's getting one and a half on the fantasy points, Rogers. And it's kind of just like it's so interesting too because you got the quarterback and uh, wide receiver dynamic. Obviously, uh, they throw a touchdown. They connect it on touchdown. Adams is getting the more points there. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go Adams there. I think Adams is going to get it done. I think Rodgers, the reason uh, his fantasy performance from last week was so great, he had the rushing touchdown. Don't know if we're going to get that again. Um, I expect Adams to have a huge day against a weak secondary. Um, And I would like to think maybe Chase Young, even though the defense has been horrid this year for the football team, maybe he keeps Rodgers in the pocket a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's hard for me not to choose Adams because he's an animal. Uh, And... You know, if he gets anywhere in the neighborhood of eight to 10, maybe even 11 catches, which is not out of the question for Devontae Adams, that's 11 extra points that Aaron didn't get. Yep. Because quarterbacks don't get points for receptions. Uh, So I'd go Adams here as well. Uh, Rodgers is a great play this week. He's going to, you know, light up a fantasy scoreboard. But I think Adams, uh, even with a point and a half boost, is going to be over him. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's going to be tight. Um, yeah, I mean, like Adams wasn't even – I mean, he had only five targets. They didn't really need it. Bears decent defense, and they've seen Adams for so long, they kind of get a little bit more um, familiarity with him. But, yeah, the, it's, I think it's going to explode. I, I think the offense is going to have a big way there, and I think Adams is going to be a big part of it, getting him involved against Washington. Yeah. All right, so those those are the prop bets I had. Uh, just some, you know, quick, easy little – little thinkers you know yeah uh so now let's hop into some dfs i'm looking at it every week i'm betting on like one or two games almost uh so the first one at my quarterback i have to stream him in one league uh sam darnold i think it's a big bounce back week uh i talked on my show yesterday that last week was not his fault you watch, you watch DJ Moore drop 100 passes. You watch Robbie Anderson drop 100 passes. I mean, nobody was helping him out uh, until that very last drive where they had to drive all the way down the field and score that touchdown, which they did. Uh, and I've been a Sam Darnold hater since the day he got drafted. Yep. I, I think the situation in Carolina is actually helping him out. He's looking real good. Uh, and against the Giants, who are 14th against quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's gonna have a pretty solid week, a bounce back week. Uh, and he's only fifty nine hundred, so pretty decent yeah. there. No, I like that value play as um and certainly with the legs gonna help too. Uh, he was leading the league in rushing touchdowns for a bit. Um, yeah, you said that the drops were just astronomically bad. 
um, in the game against the Vikings really hurt him. Uh, he did throw, I, I was shocked. I was shocked to hear this, that he's got, he's has 45 picks in 43 career games. Uh, he does look better with Carolina, but he's still Sam Darnold, but I think he's going to get you some points against the Giants. Oh uh, yeah. hundred percent. And then this is where the contradictory comes in of what I said, you know, just a couple minutes ago about, uh, about Chuba Hubbard, but Chuba Hubbard's going to make his way into my lineup. Yes. Uh, the Giants are 31st against fantasy running backs. Uh, so it's a, it's a decent matchup. I'm mostly betting on the passing game. Hopefully he's more involved in that kind of takes, takes a role of what Christian McCaffrey would do, um, yep. which is what we've been waiting on and it hasn't really happened, but against a bad Giants defense, uh, 6,100 as well. So another good budget there uh, allows you to get more talent on your team. Uh, so that's who I'm going with for that running back. And then every week, if he's playing, I'm putting him in Cordero Patterson. Yes. He's a set it and forget it for me. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll end up burning me at some point this season, but I'm going to ride the wave until it, uh, until it falls off. Miami's 27th against running backs. That's a great matchup and only 6,300. You know, he can possibly give you production of a Derrick Henry because of his passing ability. Uh, So I like it. Brian Brian Flores, possibly on the hot seat in Miami of Falcons loss. And if they decimate what was once a great defense again, it's going to be even hotter. Oh, yeah. Then uh, real quickly through my wide receivers going Antonio Brown. Yes. Shepard and Brandon Cooks. I like that lineup. Uh, Shepard, big uh, bounce back last week. He's always very valuable. He's got the injury bug, but when he is out there, he is a weapon. Yeah, uh, I've, I've had him since day one, uh, and I actually tried to trade him right before he got hurt. Uh, I don't know if that was a little bit of intuition on my part, but no one wanted to take him. Then he got hurt. Everybody's like, ha-ha, you didn't fool us there. Comes back last week, has you know, I think it was what uh, five, six points. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a little down, but they were playing a decent team, and he was right off, right off the hamstring. So uh, it's going to be a good bounce back. Antonio Brown would is always going to continue to be my bet for any of those Tampa Bay receivers. Yeah. Uh, you look at last week; he was the top receiver for them. Mm-hmm. Had. I think like over 30 points. Yeah, it was crazy. He was was up there in points. And then you look at Mike Evans, who's also on the field, only had like four points. So Mm -hmm. uh, he's great. And he's, you know, only 6,300. Shepard himself is only 56. And then Brandon Cooks. You know, we talked about how bad this game's going to be against Arizona. One, that means they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Yeah. Arizona's 24th to fantasy wide receivers. Hmm. And Brandon Cooks being that top guy and being really the only one that gets thrown the ball. Yeah. I really like the matchup there. Uh, and he's six grand. So yeah, he's an option. Uh, and then to kind of finish it off, Dallas Goddard at my tight end position. I like the situation of now he's the only tight end there uh, mm-hmm. coming off of the COVID list. He is going to be playing and he's against Las Vegas. who's 24th against uh, tight ends real good and easy budget at 4,600. Uh, I think it's going to be a big week for him. He has had a couple of nice weeks uh, before he went on COVID. Now that he's the only guy, 
uh, at that tight end position. Doesn't have to share with uh, Zach Ertz at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to benefit him a lot this week. I've got some fantasy questions on that. You mentioned it's going to benefit Goddard. Flip side, what do you think Ertz is going to do in Arizona? Mm. Squat. Well, here's, here's the thing. Max Williams, who is not yep. super talented, uh, has had a couple of real nice weeks. Now he's hurt. Uh, so Ertz is going to go in there and take That's over sick. that role immediately. So, uh, you know, he was he is decent in Philly. If Kyler continues to like the tight end at all this season, Ertz is a much better option than Max Williams. Uh, so he honestly could be more playable. I think it benefits both of these tight ends uh, fantasy-wise. Certainly. Um, I don't have my DFS ready, but I will toot my horn for my DFS last week. Uh, if I just fit it in there. Stafford went off, right? He had the Giants. So you're kind of playing the same with Hubbard. Um, this was funny. Like, I, you know, Stafford goes off. I had Taylor and Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams came through a huge for the Chiefs. Yes, did. So they were on fire. And then my receiving core just totally effed me. Hollywood Brown, Michael Pittman, T. Higgins. All snowflakes, all, uh, you know, ice cold, kind of busting their performance instead of booming. But I was saved by my running backs, quarterbacks, and then I did the old tight end uh, stack, so to speak. Kelsey and Andrews. Yep. Boom. There it was. Want some yep. money with that. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think, two weeks ago that I actually – I only won 10 bucks, but still won on one yes. of my lineups. Uh, it was real nice. It, it, even if you just win in a little bit, yeah, you're like, hey, that you won, you know. I mean, there's uh, so many damn people in these contests, too. There's bound to be multiple lineups, multiple people picked. Yeah, it's hard. So, yeah. dreaming one day taking on one of those huge prizes, and it's just like, all right, private island, I'm out. <laughs> uh, and then to finish off that lineup, JD McKissick. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, uh, Gibson is in the same situation. Uh, and this week, I'm going to roll out McKissick. So, if that if you want to go based on my logic of if they're in my lineup on my team, they've got the curse. Go Antonio Gibson this week, but I'm going JD McKissick. Uh, it's he's going to be the workhorse I think this week, and receiving numbers going to be great. I'm a big JD McKissick fan. One of my leagues, like my main leagues, I just got I drafted first overall McCaffrey. He's just boned me, you know. So my my running back room, so to speak, has just been disgraceful. I was trotting out McKissick and Trey Sermon for a good three weeks. Um, now I've got McKissick. I had DJ Dallas in there starting last week. Like it's just, <laughs> I'm just getting crushed. Now I've got Ramondre Stevenson. Well, actually, had a good game for New England last week. Yeah, um, I, I want to see Ramondre Stevenson. You know, have have some success, yeah. uh, but. I don't see that happening. No, my team stinks. Yeah, it's uh, there, there's another guy, Jarrett Patterson, for uh, Washington. I yeah. loved him in Buffalo, uh, as in Buffalo University. Uh, and I thought he was a stud. He ends up going to Washington. If Gibson misses any time, hmm. you'll see a little bit more of him as well. So just kind of an idea to keep, keep track of with Gibson's shin. Uh, yeah if he doesn't continue to take care of it correctly. Going to have to keep an eye on him for sure. I still have DJ Dallas and Sermon on my running back. I'm about to kick him <laughs> off. All right. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We want to thank Dylan for being in. Hopefully uh, the first couple of days this week, you watched our game day show. 
our fantasy show yesterday, then this show, uh, and then you can catch me on Dylan's uh, <laughs> Dylan's shows. Uh, his is going to go up on Thursday, so it'll be after, but you can still go watch it. Uh, give him some love. But thanks, everybody, for watching. Go make some money this week. Again, our lines are open if you want to send any our way. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week.